Yo, what's up, baby? This is Burt Watson, and you're listening to Pro Sports Podcasters, baby. The best sports podcast on the internet. The only one I know. Your night, your fight, you need to get it right and listen to Pro Sports Podcasters all night long. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters. I'm one half your host, Justin Williams. And you know, I'm never alone. I'm with the non-Aussie because for some reason, the Aussie and I can't seem to work out to, to get on a show together. I haven't, I haven't heard from this guy in many months. I hope he's all right. Nee, if you're listening, I miss you. But today I have the other half, the sound engineer of the company. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Colbert Duran. Kobe, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. Have you heard the latest? Uh, I saw you went on a biking thing with Amy. Is that the latest? Or? No, no. The latest is uh, <laughs> is our prime minister is getting divorced. Oh, separated, I, separated the the pleasant way of saying divorced. <laughs> yep, yep. So that means there needs to be a new first lady in Canada. So are you offering up Amy by chance? I just think there'll be a lineup for it. People like Justin, <laughs> right? The, get ready, ladies. Right? Let's go. Uh, he's bilingual, so I mean, good-looking bilingual dude who runs a country. If he can't pull, uh, makes sense. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest with us who is absolutely amazing. He's a friend of the show. We spoke to him back in, I think it was July, and then our episode dropped not too too long after that. He's bilingual as well. He's bilingual as well, and. Obviously, better looking than our prime minister. And he has a podcast, which our prime minister doesn't. He just has CBC and corruption in his back pocket. Anyways, please welcome the host of the, Comp- of the Combat Compass, Fernando Ramirez. Fernando, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, thank you guys so much for having me on. And uh, don't even get me started on his, ha- on his Halloween costumes of choice because uh, <laughs> that'll really uh, – I-, I won't be allowed into, into Canada if I uh, bring up his Halloween costumes. Mate, depends where you go. That might be a good thing. But yes, <laughs> depends where you go. By the way, I totally butchered that. I was laughing too hard. You have a, a podcast called – combat compass correct compass. yes yeah no i appreciate that yeah 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 you got it right uh you didn't even need to do a double take that was a good uh first take because some people struggle with the uh <laughs> with the back end of that but uh you did a phenomenal job uh, you, can, you can tell your therapist i you can tell you've been seeing your therapist regularly and that you're doing a great job so uh a plus to them <laughs> i wasn't sure if you'd remember the therapist line <laughs> No, I oh. did. I remember. I remember exactly who I'm on with. Oh, we have to stop having you on, sir. It's going to be. <laughs> By the way, offering up somebody, whoever Amy is, she sounds like a, a wonderful person. That's you offering wife. her up to that guy, like, what are you doing? Oh, that's <laughs> just, congratulations! That's, that's Justin being a prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which Justin? <laughs> Legitimately, it's a Canadian thing. You wouldn't know about it. It's okay. Justin. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Facts. <laughs> but we can talk about Justin Gaethje now. Oh, excellent segue. High five to me, Kobe. <laughs> fuck you. So the Justin Gaethje, Justin Poirier fights. Now, there's been a controversy with Justin Gaethje's kick to the back of the head, like afterwards in review. Oh, my God. What is your take on this, Mr. Ramirez? What that was a hell of a kick. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I remember I had just gotten off of watching uh, um, Terrence Crawford dominate uh, Errol Spence Jr. And I turn over to UFC and I'm like, holy crap. Like, because I mean, Poyer, you, you already know Poyer's a tough son of a gun and you know that um, he's in there and, and, and uh, Gaethje's obviously going to give you a show as well. So uh, I thought it was a pretty good um, matchup. And then you get that and you're like, whoa, like that, that was just a great kick. Um, by the way, uh, Dean uh, sliding in there and saving <laughs> from really like Dean is a, is the real MVP. Like the way he slid, like that would make uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. or Shohei Otani smile just because it was an awesome uh, slide there. But um, but I mean, is there ever a time where we're not going to get uh, controversy in combat sports? Like it just seems like there's always controversy in uh, MMA or in uh, or in boxing. It's just like, come on, like I don't know. I I just thought it was interesting that something came out. But uh, by the way, Gaethje and Connor on Twitter was very entertaining. Um, and then Chandler and Poirier on Twitter again, more entertainment. So. Definitely, uh, definitely some good stuff from uh, all four of those guys on social. Oh, sorry, not on Twitter, on X. I apologize, Elon Musk. <laughs> getting their X on. You're yeah, getting canceled now. <laughs> By the way, it's called repost now. It's not retweet, I think. So uh, I thought it was, uh, I thought it would be like re-X, and then you're like, whoa, my ex. And then there's where the mommy <laughs> issues come out for Justin. And, yep. and it just, uh, so yeah, X is not a... X is not a good Justin. You, you need to stay off of X, by the way. Just I, be careful with it. Listen, my last girlfriend was so bad at arithmetic. That's why my X is out of the equation. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> I try. Thank you. So <laughs> Obi, I felt the disdain in your voice. Oh, man. <laughs> and the thing is, her father listens to this show. So moving forward, um, I wish I was joking, but moving forward. So, He's gonna yes, Homer like, Simpson your your ASS. <laughs> you can swear in the show, bro. It's all good. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I try and limit that because then I'll start doing it on other other places, and I ain't trying to ca- I, I ain't trying to get your bad habits, Justin. I'm I'm sorry. You can get my mommy issues though. It's all good, mate. It's all good. <laughs> um, I have more food related questions for you, by the way, because you said you're on a diet, and I'm like, I'm gonna try to fuck with that diet a little harder this there time. There you go. I'm unbreakable. I actually started something new. Well, I'm still on the diet, but I now am doing intermediate fasting. And that's uh, Pat McAfee swears by it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll try it. I love it uh, so much. Oh, my God. It actually is not that bad, especially because of training camp. Like in training camp, you're not thinking about food. You're thinking about the damn heat out uh, on the field in the sun and everything. So. Uh, by the time that I'll tell you one thing though, I, I started eating at eleven, and when that that damn whistle doesn't get tooted twice, or that air horn, because the two the two air horns the uh, uh, means that practice is over. Right at eleven, if that damn thing ain't going, uh, uh, I start getting a little pissed. 
because uh, <laughs> I need to. Uh, it's time for me to eat, and I'm trying to get the, the hell out of there. But uh, but intermediate fasting has been going well, actually. So thank you for asking, Justin, or trying to mess with it. But uh, I appreciate that. No, it's all good. I, I used to do it all the time back, uh, and I have to do it now actually because I broke my hand kind of, so I can't really go to the gym as often as I want and do Dude, what I need to come do. Come on, I know, right? It's terrible. I can work legs though, which is cool. But anyways, back to the questions, Ramirez. I'm trying to be civil and proper here. It's my show. <sighs> anyways, I was pissed about Jan Blokovic essentially losing that fight, although he won the fight. I don't, so I thought he won, but then I watched it back and I'm like, mm, I can see a split. But I don't know if what what say you? Um I I thought he won the fight. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but I, I thought he I thought he won the fight. Yep. I felt like he gassed after the first. Doesn't matter. Oh my god! But that's <laughs> MMA. Like, who doesn't get gassed? Ever? Like, it's not like in boxing where it's like, oh, you you save your reserves for the fifth, sixth, seventh round. And and MMA, I just feel like most guys uh, or gals, and right around the the second, third is when they're uh, kind of gasping for air <laughs> a little bit. If I'm being completely honest. I think everybody, I think in MMA, especially everybody expects like a knockout in the first round or a tap out. And once they don't do that, they're like, oh, crap. Here, I, I got to try a little bit more. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I thought he won. Yeah. Okay. I like to, I appreciate that. I don't think that. you're convinced though. I'm not, but I mean, I do see it. Like I, when he I first win. watched it, I was like, yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, yeah. But then I felt like Prera definitely did more in two, three. No. Nope. So. Did you see what he ate after after his fight, raising canes? Wait, who who ate? Oh, uh, Pereira. No. Oh, so uh, he there was a picture of him just sitting in his locker. Raising canes is like a chicken finger play, famous place out here. I got sick off of it, so I hate it. But uh, but everybody like loves it. I, I don't think the chicken has enough seasoning. But everybody goes for the raising cane sauce. But my bad. That's what he was sitting there eating after uh, his fight or whatever. But. Um, but I mean, he came in overweight too. Did you see how much weight he gained after the weigh-in? Oh yeah, like twenty pounds. That's ridiculous. That's some like that's some Canelo crap right there. Because Canelo does almost the exact same thing. Like he'll be like, oh yeah, one fifty-seven when he weighs in, but then he's like one seventy-seven by the time the fight happens. But yeah, he gained twenty pounds like nothing. And then he came in overweight too. Incredible. This guy is incredible like that. I don't know. I th- do you think I he- actually went? I actually went to UFC 290, and that was that was my first time ever going. And man, does Dana White and everybody know how to put on a show like that stuff? Like that, uh, that was fun. I am jealous you went, Kobe. Yeah, 290 was awesome. 290 yeah. was awesome. There was and- a lot of Mexican fighters, I, and it's funny because in September 16th is Mexican. That's the real Mexican Independence Day, people. Not Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo <laughs> is just a made-up American holiday where people like to get loaded and yeah, exactly. Taco Tuesday ain't 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 Mexican either, and Taco Bell certainly isn't either. I hate when people tell me, "Oh, I love Mexican food. Taco Bell's delicious." I'm like, "Come over here so I can slap the taste out of your mouth." Do you want the number um, to my therapist? We can talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I definitely uh, – but I thought that he was going to have more Mexican fighters for 
uh, for Mexican Independence Day, and uh, and it seems like he used a lot of them here for this. Uh, for there was like five Mexican fighters, and then like five Australian fighters. Yeah, obviously Mexicans lost four to one. Uh, so the first guy that went up in the in in the prelims, he won, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's gonna be a good day for the Mexican fighters. And whack whack whack, they won, they all lost, but definitely a really cool experience. Um, don't ask me who the loudest cheers were for because uh you guys probably would laugh and be surprised well i want to know uh when donald trump walked in that's the loudest i think i've ever heard a stadium erupt like wow it was it was so loud when he came in i was like whoa i'm like i was sitting there like on my computer and i'm like what is all the cheering for like who i was like oh i was like okay i was like this is uh (laughs) this is interesting so uh looks like some mexican fighters are gonna lose (laughs) <laughs> oh my god the president from prison just showed up <laughs> but uh definitely it was a it was a really cool atmosphere like i like i didn't know how loud it got for ufc fights because i mean i've been at wrestling stuff i've been at football games other stuff like that but i had never experienced ufc and man does it get loud i don't think the tv like when you watch it on tv i don't think it does it any justice like it really is like it is loud as hell and and fans are really excited and uh it was just one of those things where it's like okay whoa like this is a whole different different atmosphere that i don't think enough people talk about it and um and it was just uh it was one of those experiences that i'm like whoa like I, i don't know if i'll ever experience something like this like um like this and then robbie lawler it was his last fight so robbie lawler got a great standing ovation uh for uh for the end of his career and uh and he was just the crowd was so excited to watch him for the final time it's funny his fight ended in like a minute and dana white was like i'm so glad we had that video package if not i don't know what we would have filmed what we would have done with that airtime because there was still a good like 10 or 15 minutes left before we went to uh to on air and then uh Volkan- uh Volkanovsky that dude is that dude's serious like that guy is a monster that guy has no see there you go Justin that's a guy <laughs> that I think that has a motor no matter what like it could be the first round the fifth round like that dude has a motor and that guy doesn't stop that is very true he really doesn't yeah, no. So, uh, so that that was a good one. Um, Brandon Moreno impressed me in in two ninety. Obviously, uh, obviously he lost uh, Pantoja, but uh, but I thought Moreno everything that Pantoja was throwing at him, I thought Moreno was uh, responding uh, really well. Obviously until the end, but uh, but that really impressed me as well. But yeah, Yair and Brandon both lost, and I don't think either one will be on the card for September sixteenth, but. Definitely, um, definitely UFC's honestly, I think UFC's really killed it this year. I, I think they've had some really good cards. Um, I think they've done some really good work. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think I've watched one yet where I'm like, oh, this was boring. Like, I think everything's been entertaining. You didn't watch the Vancouver one then. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. Okay. Yeah. You're right. I'm, I, I mean, I'm trying to gas it up a little bit, but yeah. You're right. You're right. My bad. <laughs> hey, they can, they all can't be winners there, champ. Oh, of course. It just happens that we get the one that <laughs> it just sucks. happens to be where you guys are. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, in Canada. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, okay, Moreno won that fight, by the way. Okay, so I – well, 
Yeah. Moreno won rounds two, three, and four. I thought so too. Clearly, clearly won them. So I don't. I don't, I have no idea how Pantoja got the decision. I was in the media room, and the media was like, there were like one. I think they said split decision. I think that's the way it went. Split decision, and somebody's like, somebody had Brandon winning, and I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of did too. Like I thought, <laughs> I thought Brandon had showed more fight. Like obviously Pantoja like threw him on the ground a couple of times, but for everything, Brandon was responding, and I thought he responded really well. Um, the only thing is, I think Pantoja felt the power that Brandon has behind his punches. And he's like, crap, dude. Like I, I don't, that's why he took him to the ground so many times. Like, I don't want to have to feel uh, these punches any longer. Like, let me, let me switch it up and, and do something else. So here, here's my problem. Biggest problem when it comes to, to UFC judging or MMA judging in general is that there are certain situations where to me, at least and to a lot of others, it's obvious that, you know, a guy gets burned by the judges. But what I hate, yeah. what I hate more than anything, is that the reason fighters get burned by the judges can switch from event to event. Mm. So in that event, I 100% agree with you in that it didn't matter when Pantoja took him down because he either got right back up or reversed it. Exactly. A takedown with no damage and you get reversed and the other guy pummels you doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> right? If you take no, a guy yeah. down and he gets right back up, you did nothing. It doesn't count. And outside of the first round, really, his takedowns did nothing. Yeah. No, okay? I, I, I agree. <laughs> right? So he won that fight. But then if, if you look at it like, okay, maybe the judges just unfairly judged the takedowns. He didn't really look in, into it close enough and realized a takedown doesn't count for anything if you don't do any damage with it. On the flip side, <laughs> you look at this last event, and Blahovich won, to me, based on striking and, of course, owning him the first round. But then he gets an exclamation point by taking him down at the end of the last round, but the judges don't seem to count that. I mean, and, and I think that's kind of the thing, like... In boxing, like in boxing, I was always taught the aggressor is the one that uh, ends up winning the fight. And then like now it's like, oh, like I think Floyd Mayweather kind of changed that. Like it's like, oh, the defensive fighter and everything that he does and the movement and this and that, which I get too. But I don't know. I I, I, I agree with you in that aspect also. Like it, it's it's interesting the way, like you said, the, it's kind of like a uh, baseball when they face a different umpires, like one umpire calls it this way. Yeah. The other one does something else. Like, it's like, okay, like you guys need to have a set of rules and abide by them. Like not rules, but the way you kind of grade everything. Cause it's just, uh, it's, it's so up and down. And I think that's kind of the thing that confuses people. And that's why people feel like, Oh yeah, this, this guy was robbed or that this happened or that happened. It's just, uh, it's it's disappointing the way the rules the goalposts are moved uh, from fight to fight from event to event just like you said and it, it always seems to be like they're moved in the direction that the UFC wants them moved and that, uh, yeah that's a serious issue right so, so can we so can we just, can we all say that WWE is not the only one that's scripted exactly <laughs> right and and to bring up to bring up the next thing let's talk about Pereira gets given the win. Now they're talking about him having a title shot, and even though he was unranked in the division previous to that, <laughs> right? But now they want to give him a title shot because they know that's a money fight and it's going to get eyes onto the 
onto the event. In the same way, we had a Sean O'Malley versus Peter Yan. I thought Peter Yan got robbed, but it gave them that route for Sean O'Malley to have his title shot, which is coming up next. What do you think about Sean O'Malley versus Aljamain Sterling? I think, oh, you know, it's funny. Sean O'Malley actually spoke to us in uh, UFC 290. So uh, he was actually, and you know what? I saw him at the Super Bowl also, and I thought he was a, I thought he was pretty interesting. Um, he's an interesting guy, uh, to say the least. But, um, but I don't know. I, I think it, I think it should be an interesting fight, especially because it's different dynamics between uh, both guys. But it's going to be in Boston. You know how the crowd is. Yeah. I think that. I think it's going to be electric, though. Like I, I really do think that. Um, that uh obviously uh sterling is very popular and 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 people love him but i don't know i I think uh obviously o'malley's cocky he's different he he really knows how to get the the crowd fired up for this so i i expect them both i mean when they get in the ring obviously it's a toss-up but i think before that i think they're gonna put on a show they're gonna try and uh and really get the the crowd going on this because Obviously, they need to sell the fight and everything. It's not like I don't know. I I I just think that this is uh this is definitely gonna be uh this is definitely uh gonna be interesting. I mean, it, it, O'Malley. I mean, can you can you get it done? That's gonna be the biggest question. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you guys think about it, but uh, do you guys think that he can get it done? Or because I mean, Sterling's just a badass, dude. I I I like Sterling. Justin. I like Sterling, too. However, I feel like most of the world still hates him for whatever reason. If you were to speculate, why do people still hate Sterling? I mean, why do I think people are just like hating on people like I just think there's always like guys that everybody hates, like people hate Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. Why? Because of his wife or his brother. (laughs) Like it, it's like like <laughs> I don't know that I just feel like that's the that's the thing like people just like to hate on people and you don't even know why and uh, sometimes people hate on people for being like badasses like it, it's just that's kind of uh, that's kind of what I that's kind of what I think I think people just hate on other people because uh, because of of different situations like there always has to be somebody you hate and I think uh, especially in this I think. I don't know if I'm wrong, but I think people kind of like Sean O'Malley more. And it's like, okay, well, automatically, like, you're going to hate Sterling, I think, a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just my opinion. I don't know what you guys uh, – and then, well, well I mean, that that's just kind of my my thing. No, that's totally fair. And, I mean, I, I totally get that. I don't hate Sterling. But every time I go on, like, a subreddit for Twitter – or, sorry, X or Reddit or wherever, and I'm reading articles about this, it's always kind of – slanting him a bit being like oh the champion who won by a dq it's like yeah but then he proved himself against peter yon right after that so it's like i don't i'm not really understanding the hatred you know what well, i mean that's another thing too like i i think people when you win off of a dq i think people kind of are gonna hate on per and they're gonna be like oh well there's also like conspiracy theories that think oh ufc's doing this or doing that and they he was handpicked or or what i i'm telling you there are a lot of people who think that ufc is just like wwe like there are some people i think the nfl is like wwe that it's all scripted and stuff so it's just uh 
it, it's just somebody's always gonna get like hated on. Like you guys would be surprised. Like you guys know Justin Herbert's a good guy, uh, mm. good kid, and everything. People hate on him. People are like, oh, he does this, he does that. Like the other day, somebody, somebody, like somebody on a podcast was uh, an NFL Network podcast. He was like, does Justin Herbert coach this team? Uh, no. Does Justin Herbert play defense? No. Like because we were like, oh, he blew that game against Jacksonville. And the guy's like, the last time I checked, he doesn't play defense. He doesn't play receiver or tight end. Those guys were dropping passes in the second half. They're like, he doesn't play running back. The running back was just non-essential in the second half. And they're like, and he doesn't coach this team. So how can you guys, like, really get on him about all this stuff? Like, it's not just him. It's a team. This is more of a team game. I mean, if you guys remember, like, Kobe Bryant was always uh, either you loved Kobe or you hated Kobe. Like, it wasn't. There wasn't really a middle of the pack. So I, I just feel like that's the thing. People hate. They're going to hate on people. And I think uh, Sterling's that guy that is going to have to take it, especially like I, like you said, like he beat Peter Young, but he did uh, He did have that DQ. And I think people are still uh, – people harp on the stupidest stuff, and I bet you people are still mad about it. Why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad? Uh, also reminds me of the Cat Williams skit where it's like, if you don't have people hating on you, you're not living life right. And if you're not hating on anyone, feel free to hate on me. (laughs) Cat Williams is a national treasure. We need to cherish him. He Um, is so good, except for his last second last special. But his last one was You know you know who never had a bad movie, a bad anything? Uh and the legend, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. That that is so good. Even that crossover Triple H. (laughs) Dude, are you like yeah, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Dude, are you yeah. kidding me? Like, the dude, even in Transformers, was hilarious. Like, he's like, there, you know, that's my mammy. He's like, I love my mammy. And then she flips him off, and then he goes, I'd hit you over the head with a stick. And then he's, like, selling a car to Shia LaBeouf. But, uh, but Bernie Mac was definitely – the Bernie Mac show was hilarious. Like, the way he raised those kids, like – Like one of the little girl, he grabs her by the legs to wake her up and he shakes her and stuff like just the funniest thing ever. But but yeah, no, people are people love to hate. I mean, and that's the thing. Haters make me famous. So uh, so Sterling, keep on doing your thing. And uh, let's see. And make sure you put on a good show against um, against uh, O'Malley. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a great I I honestly think it's going to be a great fight. Stylistically, it's a good fight. You've got a true yeah. striker versus an orthodox striker, but Sterling brings that additional jujitsu and just strange, sometimes attacks to the mix. I think Sugar Sean O'Malley has a chance to win this just because he's a true striker versus an orthodox striker. Sometimes, sometimes Aljamain Sterling leaves himself a bit open as a result of that, but I think. I see it as at some point Sterling takes his back and that's it, right? No, he's, yeah, he's a yeah. he's a backpack, right? Like once he's on you that way, it, it, it's over. You're not getting him off, and he's going to try to find a way to, to to strangle you out. Oh, O'Malley's going to have to keep him up, like and keep your distance, but also strike. But you're going to have to keep uh, you're going to have to keep him on his feet because, like you said, once he gets you to the ground, that's it. But you know, it's funny. I, I think some of the I mean, obviously, uh, I, I think it's funny because 
at times when you see guys go to the ground, the crowd starts booing because they get pissed. They're like, no, we want to see you up and striking. Like, nobody wants to see you guys on the ground. It's so funny when people get to the ground and, like, the crowd starts boo, and you're just like, what the hell? Like, this is a part of UFC, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you guys, like, why are you guys booing? But uh, but I'm definitely interested. Let me ask you guys a question. Obviously, this is this is UFC-related. Uh, Tyson Fury against, uh, and, uh, Francis. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I guess it'll last as long as Tyson Fury wants it to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tyson Fury is just going to dance around Francis. I'm sorry. It's not even real competition. Did you guys watch a uh, jackass forever or whatever? Where he like uppercutted, uh, what's his face in the nuts? <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's like, he's like, we're gonna have somebody come up, and then he like looks, he's like, whoa, that's not just anybody, that's Fred, that's Francis and got uh, <laughs> the dude's face is like, oh crap, like honestly, like the dude has so much punching power, it's not, it's not even funny, like, but I, I agree with you guys, I think Tyson Fury is gonna, uh is gonna um is gonna dominate him but you guys think we see connor back in the in the octagon he wants, oh my god that he, he, he wants to be but we'll see that pisses me off the whole thing about connor with the he was gonna fight chandler and then pulled out because you saw that testing and whatever the fuck now he's like but i'll fight justin and i'm like okay and then i feel like somebody whispered in the ear of dustin to kind of start beef with, with Chandler, Chandler be, cause like it's no, I want to see Chandler and McGregor, two really good losers. And then I want to see Justin fight for the title. That's Hold what on. I want. But yeah. But, but Connor doesn't want to see Chandler. Yeah. Well, fuck him. Chandler's a bad matchup for Connor. Oh, Chandler would handle McGregor. <laughs> right. G- Gaethje's a much better matchup. For you sure. Know what's, uh, you know, what's crazy about that. I just feel like Connor keeps on teasing and teasing and teasing. And I wouldn't be surprised if pretty soon they, like, announce, oh, uh, he'll be fighting Canelo Alvarez uh, <laughs> in a boxing exhibition. You know, it's funny. Him and Canelo would probably make, like, $100 million each if they uh, if they decided to uh, do a boxing exhibition. Like, I know a couple of years ago they were talking about Pacquiao and McGregor doing one for $100 million each, and, and they just, like – all of a sudden it kind of went away, but I'm kind of like, dude, Connor, like, just tell us what you want to do next. Like, I know you made a crap ton of money off the Mayweather fight. Then you made a crap ton of money off of, uh, off of the whiskey, but it's like, okay, like, what do you really want to do next? Like, do you really want to be in you? Cause I don't think he wants to fight anymore. I think, uh, once he got into those comfortable thousand threaded sheets and yeah. the Versace robe and everything, he's kind of like, ah, like you kind of lose that hunger. And I'm kind of like, I, I question it. Like, do you still have that hunger the way these guys, these other guys do? Like, BetUS Sportsbook is your ultimate destination for online betting. With sports betting, live betting, racebook, online slots, and online casino. It's available across the U.S. and Canada. Use the code PSP to receive a massive sign-up bonus. Do you the guys think Nate Diaz uh, wins this weekend? No, <laughs> he already walked away from the pressers. So, dude, that was so bad. Like Ariel Hawani is like sitting there. Oh, there you go, a brethren of your you guys, Ariel Hawani. Uh, he was just sitting there, and he's like, "What the hell, dude?" Like, and even uh, even what's his name? 
Oh, shoot. I always get the Paul brother. Uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. He was like, what the hell? Like, this guy's so unprofessional. That was so bad, dude. <laughs> but re- realistically, Nate hasn't cared for years. Oh, but that's what you love about Nate, though. Right, like, he doesn't care. He was supposed to lose his last fight in the UFC. Like, everybody's like, oh, he's going to lose. Dude ends up winning, and and it's just like... Well, he just hold on, hold on. Hold on. He, he was, he was going to lose because he was originally supposed to fight Hamzat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they switched him. Right, and then they, they had yeah, switched out. You're if, right. if he had fought Hamzat, he would have gotten killed. Mm-hmm. Right? But that would have been... You're like, right, you're that, right. You're that right. would look, completely... look bad on the UFC, man. Yeah, so. I, com- yeah I completely <laughs> forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, they yeah. switched it up. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> um, you see, this, like, this has been a good little mixture. We're throwing in everything in there. Now, uh, obviously, if I could get some WWE talking here, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, Why, but yeah, you, no. Do you follow WWE? Oh, dude. Oh, you guys, talk you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta follow our latest, uh, TikToks, buddy. We're talking about since they've merged, we're like, which UFC fighters can go to WWE and which oh, WWE Conor fighters can make, the, can make the transition? Okay, oh, so, yeah, let's go. Let's, okay, what are, what are, if you could pick three fighters to go from the UFC to WWE, who would they be? Okay, I want Ronda Rousey to come back to UFC to get her ass kicked one more time. Okay, hold on. Like, we, made pause, a rule that, we made a rule that you could not use people from the uh, no, that from have WWE done had, that have previously fought in the UFC. So Riddle, Brock Lesnar, Rousey. And a few others. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Yep. Um, three UFC P. Oh, well, Connor for sure. Connor has the the Mike, pizzazz. Mike skills. He has the <laughs> yeah, he has the mic. The only thing is, can you get him to limit the f bombs? That and that, I don't know if he. Uh, I don't know if he can. Like, dude, that infamous video. Who the fuck is that? Like, that was hilarious. Like, he's like, you know exactly why. See, I love. I miss that Conor McGregor. Like, he was just so good. He was even good against. Uh, oh shoot, the Russian. Um, the dude that was built like a bear. Oh, Khabib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so good on the mic there. But I mean, obviously there was bad blood and bad beef and everything. But, uh, but yeah, um, Conor obviously. Uh, I think Thug Rose would actually do really well Ooh. if she came to the women's division. I think she would be a she would be a a, a badass. And then Izzy, I think Izzy uh, <laughs> Izzy would be so sick in the WWE. Just and then the he charisma, loves man. Just the charisma. Yeah, he, he came out like the under. See, and that's the thing. You can be a sh- a terrible wrestler, and still, if you have the charisma, fans will buy in. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I know there's a lot of hype for LA Knight right now, but I don't think he's that good of a wrestler. I think the charisma there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The charisma there really drives him. But Goldberg was a shitty wrestler, too. It was just exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Goldberg only had the spear and the jackhammer. And that was basically it. it. And he injured people all the fucking time. (laughs) Exactly. Dude, (laughs) you remember. You remember him and the Undertaker at uh, in Saudi Arabia? Like he tried to jackhammer the Undertaker, and he almost dropped him on his head. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, that's why you always and people are angry, and they're like, why do they always put him with Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? Because Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar can carry a match with him. Nobody else mm-hmm. can do it. Like, it's tough for somebody else to carry a match with Brock Lesnar or with uh, Goldberg because Goldberg can't do much. I mean, obviously, Brock Lesnar is a former wrestler and he knows things and how to do things but 
damn Goldberg was just it was not pretty to watch that dude uh no. do some of that stuff that he did but uh but those are my three Thug Rose Conor McGregor and uh Izzy okay and and go on the other way go on the other way oh I'd love to see the tribal chief bring over uh the Superman punch and uh into UFC. I think that'd be fun. And obviously he'd have to bring Paul Heyman with him because that would be oh my God. that would just be fantastic. He'd be the mouthpiece for him. Um who's somebody else? Damn. Uh I said oh, Beth oh, Phoenix. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before we move on there, you, you just made a very good point that we haven't really seen in the UFC. A mouthpiece? Yeah, we've never seen somebody talk for some like on behalf of somebody else. You know who needed one? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey was terrible all, all for the buildups. I remember all she could do was throw out F-bombs and S-bombs and this and that. And it's like, and the and the B-bombs. And you're kind of like, okay, dude, can you do anything else? Like, in WWE, she's terrible on the mic. Like, she I is hate her horrendous. so much. Like, she's so bad. That's why I wanted to go back to the UFC and and, and uh, one last time and maybe uh, get her ass handed to her because she was terrible in WWE and then she does the same four wrestling moves of all like it's just boring like she's just terrible she's boring she was cool at first like when The Rock brought her in and she did the thing to Stephanie McMahon like that was pretty cool but ever since she like lost in the UFC she kind of lost her mystique and I'm kind of like over her like she's just terrible like dude Shayna Baszler is embarrassing her on the mic. Like the way mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, nobody here cares about you. Do you know this? This is called a promo. Can you do it? <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, that's your best friend telling you that. Like, um, I don't know if there's any w- Beth, Fe- or, you know, Beth Phoenix. You're, you're right. That would be a good one, but you know what? I'm going to go Charlotte Flair. I'd love to see Charlotte Flair try. Uh, Cause she has a length. She has a size, the speed. I think, uh, I think she'd be interesting in the UFC. And uh, I'm gonna go one more. Oh, Bobby Lashley is another name that he uh, he was in Bellator, I think. Yeah, he can't. Uh, I don't think you're. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't use him. I said Apollo. <laughs> Ooh, Apollo Cruz would be Cruz. a good one. Yeah, okay, right. Hold on. That's, that's one. the first one you released, right? Yep. That's the only one that's out right now. No, there's two out. Okay, well, just let's not. Let's, they got to tune in to TikTok to check them out, man. Yes. Roman Charlotte. Ah, oh, God, give me one more. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say my damn. third one, Kobe. Don't. I know. No, don't. I know. God, stop uh, yelling at me. I'm a fragile flower. Let me see. Who is another guy? Okay, I'm actually looking at the damn roster right now. <laughs> yeah, I have to like. I have to look. Oh, uh, Biggie. Biggie would be interesting. Can you imagine if like he knocks a dude down and then he does that little that little pelvic dance that he does on top of him? Like oh, no. that would be hilarious. But also, yes. Uh Braun Strowman, that would be interesting. Oh my god, is my last pick gonna be like just Oh, where is he? He's the Bronson Reed. Oh, okay. I don't know I don't I don't know Bronson Reed. Oh, he's, he just got moved up to Raw. I think he's a big dude. Like, he'd be a heavyweight for sure. Okay. Um, He might be. Oh, Drew McIntyre might be a good one, too. Try that running knee and somebody will really destroy you. Uh, oh, Gunter. Gunter. There you go. I'm going to go Gunter. That's my last Yeah, I mean, thing. yo, can we just celebrate how much weight that man's lost? Yo, that that's what I aspire to do. Like, 
the he dude went from really fat six pack. Intermittent fasting, guys. Intermittent fasting. That's what I'm doing right now, my guy. That's what I'm doing. Um, I know for a long time people were like teasing, oh, it'd be interesting to see John Cena in UFC. And I'm kind of like, well, he would run circles around them on the mic. Like, we all know that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, those are going to be my three. Those are my three. Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, and uh, Gunter. Okay, I got one more question for you before I pass it back to Justin to, to carry us out. Rick Boogs. What, which one is it? My bad. I'm still <laughs> looking at the roster. No worries. So what, do you, what did you think of the uh, Derek Lewis KO in the last event? Oh, my God. The flying knee. Oh, oh, in uh, 291. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. I, ha- I, actually have n- I actually did not see it. Now let me look it up. Oh, man. You missed it then. You missed something special. Oh, really? Oh, I'm looking it up. Let's see. Oh, that's the dude that took off the shorts and said, baby, I'm coming home and you better be ready. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm a gap in your guts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want to go. He, that's the problem. That's why you see a therapist. You go too far sometimes. And, and uh, <laughs> Listen, nobody said the safe word, so. Dude. Oh, okay. So, we're okay. KO in 30 seconds. Oh, I'm seeing a different one. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. He's going. Ah, I'm one of those people. I, I get it. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just saw it. Right. Yo, for, don't forget. Is, he's like 260 pounds, right? Yeah. No, a human <laughs> did not move the way he just did. Like, I think he was trying to go Masvidal. He was trying to go Masvidal on this guy. Exactly. Now that, that was the last fight on his contract, right? So cur- currently is a free agent. Oh, you better resign his ass. Now, hold on. If you're Derek Lewis and you know that anyone who fights Nganu in the PFL automatically gets a million dollar show bonus, are you going to resign with the UFC or are you going to go to the PFL? Ooh. PFL. Like, fuck that. <laughs> oh, Why would dude, I, do I Go get your money, bro. Go, go, go to the PFL, dude. Do it. Right? So uh, me and a buddy were talking about this today. I think the PFL has like a stranglehold on the heavyweight division in mixed martial arts because of the contract with Francis Ngannou. You know that if Derek Lewis goes there, 100%, he's going to be one of the guys who fights Ngannou first. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. So so there's a million dollars in your your wallet right there. He could go over there and sign for 20 and 20, and it wouldn't matter. He's getting a million bucks. It kind of feels like the live golf, like – Yes. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like it is. But, oh, my God, can you imagine Derek Lewis and Nganu? Like, oh, my God, that'd be cr- that'd be great. I would, the storyline would write itself. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then if, if Derek Lewis wins, if I'm his wife, I hide. Can you imagine <laughs> if, he beats, like, if he beats Francis? Like, the dude's going to go nuts. But and Derek is just—he's a lot to—he's a lot—he's a lot to—he's <laughs> a, uh, a lot to handle, man. I, yeah, you know what? I had seen this, but I didn't know. Okay, I just, yeah, this is this is this is the dude that said, "Oh my wife!" Like, yeah, this guy's this guy's awesome, bro. I I want to see Derek Lewis keep on rising. If it's in, like you said, if it's uh, against Ngannou, that'd be awesome. 
Yeah, go get your it, money and then co- go get your money and then come back. Yeah, I I can't see the UFC giving them that kind of money. It's not gonna happen. No, heck no, no, no. Oh, remember, uh, Jake Paul tried to advocate. I mean, and I'm not trying, saying that he's a that he's a freaking he's whatever. I mean, whatever he is. But I remember he told Dana White, "Hey, if I beat your guy, um, you you do fair fair payment for all the UFC fighters. Pay them what they actually deserve." Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, obviously, man, they, they need to do better paying their guys. Like, you need to take care of these guys. That's why you see some of the stuff that, um, like, guys leaving. Like, Nganu, I don't, I don't think Nganu ever comes back. No. Why would he? Yeah. Like, he doesn't need him anymore. But, damn, I, I did want to see him and uh, Bone Jones. Jones go at it. Yeah, man, I wish that could have happened. Oh, my I God. I would have seen that happen. <laughs> You know, it's funny at uh, 290, somebody said, oh, hey, there was a video on Instagram or something of Jones uh, at a party drinking. Uh, do you think he should? He's like, well, with his previous track record, I don't think he should be. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, Dana's just so honest and blunt. Like, yep. it's so funny. Because, like, you know what? Uh, it's funny. I'm, I'm used to the NFL where these guys, like, they'll they'll lie and they'll uh, – they'll, sorry, they won't lie. They'll omit the truth. Yes. And they kind of go, they dance around the questions and stuff. And for this dude to be blatant, like, Dana White just blatant. Like, somebody asked him about the racism between uh, between Izzy and... Um, Drickus. And, yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, he's like, what, he's like, what, what underlining race? And then he's like, he's like, oh, well, Izzy kept on saying the, uh, the N-word. And then he's like... He's black. <laughs> he can say it if he wants to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. That was just like I was just like, oh my god. But uh, but yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely can't wait to to see what what Derek Lewis does because I'm sure the UFC is kind of you know they're gonna try and bring him back and everything and maybe promise him a, a title fight. But um, but man, I, I want to see what he does. Like, is he gonna go get it? Like. That, I, I'm all for people going and getting their money. Like, yep. Like, go, why, why are you going to stay somewhere if you're not going to make your money? Go, go do it. Go get your money. 100, man. I'm with you there. Justin? Yes, sir, indeed. I do think you should go to the PFL, though. That, like I said, narrative would write itself, and it would be amazing. But anyway, sir, before we get you out of here, so last time we hit you with a bunch of food questions related to what we usually do, and then Nee was like, you keep using the same ones. All right, I've been using it for two seasons. Time to switch it up now, and you get to be the first person who gets to hear it. So, my All dude, right, my I'm friend, ready. my guy, my G, have you ever had a butter tart before? Okay, I'm going to use my uh, trusty computer to see what this is. I have. Right. Yes, but those the, those are those are really good. Those are Canadian, my friend. Yeah, oh, they, oh wow! I, I did not know that. So Kobe, then? Really? oh, so, you didn't Kobe. know that? I didn't know they were Kobe. Canadian. I, what? I, oh, wow. I eat butter toast like crazy. I didn't know they were Canadian. Oh my god, Kobe, you're hurting me here. All right, I got one for you guys. Yes. Have you guys ever tried a California burrito? No. What's Guess that? What, uh, well, okay. Why, why is it a California burrito? I've had many burritos. <laughs> because it was invented in. Uh, it was invented here in. Uh, I don't know if in San Diego or or LA. I think it was. A, it's a San Diego thing. But let me get. Okay, I'm going to give you guys one guess. To, and don't say carne asada. Don't be or cheese. Don't be boring. What do you think is in a California burrito? Oh give me God. one What's ingredient that, that you think. 
Kobe, what do you think? Uh, what, what do you think California is known for? I've been there a couple times, but nothing really. Homeless people? Is it homeless people meet? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Avocado. Oh, oh, you know what? Yeah, there is guacamole in it. So there you go. You got one. Okay. Are they gonna do something like like French fries or something? Ooh, ding, ding, ding! You looked it up though. Oh, you cheated. His French fries? No, no, I didn't look it up because he was <laughs> eating okay. things. So I thought it was poutine. So uh, it's a tor- it's a big old tortilla. It's French fries, cheese, guac, and carne asada wrapped into a burrito. Yeah, I literally wouldn't have gotten anything is else it, from that. Is it good? <laughs> Oh my! It is the greatest thing you'll ever try, Matt. I've been on this. I've been on this journey for two months, and I haven't had my brother had one last night, and I was foaming. At, I was. I, I wanted it so bad. <laughs> I'm like. I was like. I was like. Uh, what's it called from uh, Scrooge? Uh, the what's the name? The little kid. Um, from Scrooge, I can't remember his name. Little Timmy or whatever. Uh, whatever his name is. I'm like, sir, may I have some? <laughs> may I have a bite? <laughs> oh my god, that's Oliver <laughs> Twist, my guy. Oliver Twist. There you go. Thank you. And that was remember. Oliver from Oliver Twist. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah, you got me wrong. Then no, you're wrong. <laughs> no. Uh, little boy in Scrooge. Yeah, Timmy is, is the guy's name, but it's Oliver. <laughs> and Oliver Tim, Twist. Tiny Tim. I knew yeah, I was right, Tim. Oliver Twist. You're a, no, Oliver Twist therapist. is the one who goes like, please, sir, can I have some more? Oh, and that tiny, is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah Tiny Tim right, is the one's like, right. Justin's chicken. German. Justin's German, so he probably knows. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go then. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's that, it's it's on it. Like, if you guys come out to California, it's one yeah, of the yeah, greatest yeah. things you'll ever try. Like, it's so good. <laughs> gotta try this you, you have to. like it's delicious all this right hit me with your next item it. next item we got man an Nanaimo bar okay spell that n-a-n-a-i-m-o no i have not had that. sounds indigenous Nanaimo, it's it from says, bc it consists of three layers a wafer a nut oh god and a coconut crumb base custard icing in the middle and a layer of chocolate ganache on top yeah, it's wow. absolutely heavenly. That looks delicious. It is. It is very good. You can. I think I just gained four pounds by looking at it. Yeah. Oh wow! But okay, like something like this. Like, do people make it at their homes, or is it more of like uh, you go to like a coffee shop and and you guys get it? Um, it's more or less the coffee shop. But if you ha- okay. know somebody who can make it, either wife them or get really good friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. going to lie. My, um, my buddy's wife makes these, and she's from Venezuela, and I'm like, my God. Oh, really? She, yeah. She, she came down as the first dessert she had, and she's like, I'm going to learn how to make these to be authentically Canadian. I was like, All So right. that's why he wiped her up. That's why he wiped her up, 100%. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody's wiped you up. No. No one wiped me up. I'd be a great housewife. How's your girlfriend doing in Milton anyways, Justin? I don't have a girlfriend in Milton. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, the other one. Oh, the other one or the other one? I guess the one in Saskatchewan. She's doing very well. Okay, good. Good good to hear. <laughs> Can that only so you funny. see her, Justin? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I have to summon a seance. Uh, which actually, Kobe, that was a really good lead in for my next dessert and final one for you. Okay, okay. Sir, have you ever had a Saskatoon berry? What? Okay, spell that. S A S K A T. 
Oh, it does uh, a berry pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks delicious with a little bit of ice cream. Lieutenant mm-hmm. Dan ice cream. That looks really good. It's uh, the berry itself is like naturally sweet too. Ah. Uh-huh. So it's just oh. How does it taste in the pie? I've never actually had one. I've had them wow. like raw. I've never had a pie. Interesting. Yeah. No. I um. Have you ever had pozole? I don't even know how to spell that. Ooh, P O Z O L E. It's a Mexican dish. It's everything from the pig. Ear. It looks, eye. Oh my god! What an eye! Hold on a second. I'm gonna have to tap out at the eye. No, no, no. The eye is only given to like, like, like my whole family. Like they'll fight over the eye. I don't. But like some people fight over the. Eye. It's not in it. Like they always separate it. So for people who don't like it, but it's like everything that has to do with the pig. It's the most delicious thing you'll ever have. But this is the funniest part. Looks like hmm. gumbo. <laughs> rain or shine or like heat or whatever like mexican people like like to have it like it could be 100 degrees outside all the men take off their shirts and they're eating it like it's because you're gonna sweat from it because it's so spicy but oh. it's like the, the greatest thing you'll ever have like it's so freaking good like i'm telling you like if you guys make your way out here you guys gotta let me know so i can tell you what dishes to to try and where to try them because uh there's some good there's some good good eating out here I just read that there's a vegetarian version, and now I'm confused. That's fake. That's, <laughs> I don't believe in any of that. No. I don't believe in vegetarianism. No, it's a myth. Like, how how are you not supposed to eat meat? Like, meat is the. Can you like? You know, we it's have funny teeth for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. Uh, I like. There's this place out here called Texas Roadhouse, which is like a. It's basically like a steakhouse or whatever, and I went. And my brother's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I think this is terrible. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, I make way better steaks than this. And he just starts laughing. And I think the waitress heard me and she's like, uh, well, our steaks are prepared X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, that's nice. I was like, I prepare mine a different way. I'm like, I prepare them this way. And, uh, she was actually fighting me on who makes better steaks. And I'm like, you can say whatever you want, lady, but I I know I make way better steaks than this, (laughs) but my bad. That wasn't, there was no point of that, but I'm just saying like, uh i'm a good i'm a good chef so uh stay at home i could be a stay-at-home husband i'm just saying guy, like guy no no word of a lie my wife has had that exact same argument at a steakhouse called the keg here in, oh, really? in ontario yeah because she runs a butcher shop oh wow right so we get That's like you the best up. we get the best oh cuts of beef, beef and when it comes to making a steak right we know how it's done. So she's literally had the exact same argument in a restaurant about an, an ill-prepared steak. Oh, I one time I, there was a different place. I ordered it medium rare. Like, that's how I like it. Like, I like it bleeding. That's, that's just right. the way. That's how it's yeah, supposed to be. Like. Exactly. Well, the lady comes back and then she's like, oh, hey, we accidentally. She even has a goal to tell me, hey, we accidentally, like, uh, made it um, medium or whatever. I was like, okay, well, I'd like a, like. I, can you give me a new one? She's like, well, why? I'm like, what do you mean, why? I was <laughs> like, I didn't order a medium. <laughs> I was like, I didn't order a medium. And then she brings it out. It was charcoal, like literally, like it was kind of oh. black. And I was like, lady, I'm not eating this. She's like, why? I was like, it's like eating a rubber duck. Like, I'm not going to eat this. Like, it's like eating plastic. Like, no. And then she's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm like, what do I want? Go back there. 
chop another piece <laughs> off the cow and give me my steak. Like you I want to realize that at that point you don't want to eat whatever they bring out, right? At that point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I left. Like the manager came out and he offered me like a hundred dollar voucher and this stuff. I was like, sir, I don't ever want to come back here. I was like, she was really rude and didn't want to prepare me my steak again, so I don't want to come back. And then well, what can we do? And I was like, No, I was like, I just don't ever want to come back again. And then uh he was like, well, we refund you your meal. I'm like, well, I, I, w- I hope you'd at least do that. And, uh, yeah, I just like, if you're going to be lazy making the food, then just tell me that when I walk in so that I can, I can leave right away and not waste my time. Yeah, Justin. My bad. <laughs> give me one more. Come on. Give me, give me one more. <laughs> one more. Oh my God. This guy. All right. All right. Let's see what I can do for you. We're going to go a candy bar or something that you guys eat that like we don't have. Big Turk. Big Turk. Big what? Big Turk. Oh, God. Do you know what that is? It's a candy bar. It is. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Okay, what does it taste like? Big Turk is a famous candy bar. Ripley, creamy, rich, tasting milk chocolate. Turkish Delight. That's the key to it. I love Turkish Turkish Delight. So it's, it's Turkish Delight, basically covered in milk chocolate. Wow. That looks. Oh yeah. You know what? From the picture, though, it kind of looks like a like there's like jelly in the middle, or that's a Turkish delight. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. It looks like a medium rare steak, like like what I just mentioned: charcoal (laughs) on the outside and pink in the inside. There you go. Do you know anyone who's ever died from a Kinder Surprise egg? No. Do you? Well, no, but I understand that they're banned in the states because people could die. In the United States, they're banned? Kinder Surprise yep. Eggs. Yep. I see them at 7-Eleven. <laughs> they're supposed to be banned. Holy crap. <laughs> you know what's funny? We used to go down and t- – because I'm right on the border of Tijuana in here. So sometimes I'll go get my meat from t- uh, Tijuana because I think the meat is better down there than it is in the United States. But we used to get Kinders when we were kids. You know you know why they ban them though, right? Because sometimes the kids think the middle part – the toy they think it's filled with can it's candy yeah. so sometimes the moron kids throw it in their mouths and choke on it so i mean as a parent hey guess what why don't you look after your kid and not let him choke on a can on a toy but um but i didn't know they were banned in the united states that's crazy yeah as far as i know they're not supposed to be sold they're in the united so states. good since 38 food drug and cosmetic acts this kinder surprise egg is considered an adult food there you go Wow. Have you ever that, had ketchup chips? No. You haven't. That's Canadian. That's Canadian as fuck. <laughs> That's Canadian as well. And and I hate it so much. Well, you don't like you don't like ketchup or you don't like the chips? Uh I don't like them together. I like them separate. Okay. You see, like I've seen that these jackasses have done uh pickled pickled chips. Like, you know how they were starting to add weird like Dude, this is and you, this is how you can tell it's U.S. They did chicken and waffle, chicken and waffle flavored uh, chips. They've done like <laughs> yeah. all these like weird like buffalo wing chips. Like, if I want buffalo wing taste, I'm just gonna go get buffalo wings. Like, why would I want chips? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. I don't know. Like, have you guys had chicken and waffles? Yes. <laughs> oh, you if you ever come to L.A., uh, Roscoe's chicken and waffles is like where all the celebrity like that's where like. Uh, Biggie went, Tupac, Floyd Mayweather. Like, uh, I went there one time, and Floyd Mayweather was uh, leaving Who's when Tupac? I got there. Who's Tupac? 
Never heard of him. Okay, you guys are messing up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible. We have three in Canada. If he doesn't fly the, if he doesn't fly the red leaf, he ain't. You guys don't know him. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, shit! That's why you guys are Chris Jericho fans and <laughs> that's Bret right. Hart fans, Bret Hart, and Bret Hart, all the all the Canadian, all the Canadian wrestlers. Have you seen that uh, video of uh, of uh, what's it called um, of Chris Jericho when he's like somebody's like go back to go back to Montreal or whatever? He's like I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot! And he throws mm-hmm. the guy back into the ring. Oh it's no, I've never seen video. that. Oh, it's a great video. Look at look it up. Like somebody just yells at him, "Go back to uh, Toronto or something like that." He's like, "I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot." Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, that's a uh, that, that that the big Turk. If you guys ever come out here, I need you guys to bring me one of those. Oh yeah, I'll smuggle all that shit over. Can you? <laughs> oh, totally. Can you? Totally, I'll bring it down. But no, this isn't like illegal in the United States, is it? <laughs> They don't sell yeah. Big Turk in the United States. I don't think it's legal. They just don't sell it there. Okay, there you go. See, that's why like guys go and get surgeries in other places. Like Kobe used to get that surgery where you take the fat out of your like stomach and they inject it into your knee so that it can uh, you can grow more li- the ligaments can grow back and everything. Like, yeah, all the cool stuff is outside of the United States. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I don't know what Canada has to offer in terms of surgical and cosmetic well, I, procedures but not cosmetic but surgical yes i said outside i meant other places like i didn't <laughs> just mean canada. i know you have canada on the brain and you're thinking about trudeau being divorced and or separated that's it that's it no i don't know it's just i don't know I, i've listened to joe rogan's podcast and he always talks about like man i took my mom down to like panama and got surgery done for something and i was like i never thought panama would be up there for surgical procedures but okay what? no man that's a well i know i have friends that's who have a gone down place, to, buddy. <laughs> they go down to mexico to get their uh breast done or lipo or this and that like like I, yeah people go people go to different places to go find no the, th- the thing is people try and go find the cheapest correct thing like and that's why one time or that's why sometimes I don't know. I, I, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. But I know what you're talking. I know what you're thinking about. I'm not. Let's yeah, not go there. Yeah, that's why but. there's some weird, weird stuff that happens sometimes with yeah. some of those surgeries. Certain like women I, shouldn't I, take flights. Those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. So it it uh, it's interesting though. But yeah, people try and people want to save dollars. So. Uh, yeah, but I, I have friends who have gone down to Mexico to get different surgeries and and cosmetic surgeries, like the lip injections. I have a friend who goes down in TJ to get her lip injections. It looks painful. Like she always sends me a video of it, and I'm like, "Yo, that looks a like it really video. hurts." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Dude, that looks like it really hurts." She's like it doesn't, and I'm like, "Whoa!" I was like, "That's a uh, I, I I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. It looks like it hurts." Justin, you've had work done, right? I have my tonsils removed. Does that count? It doesn't. But okay, we, we won't talk about it then. That's okay. We won't talk about it. <laughs> All right, my friends. I got to head out, though. I got to do some stuff tonight. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, talk to you later, my dude. Follow you on Instagram and stuff. I love your stuff. Love your content. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. 
Uh, good talking to you guys. And like I said, well, if you guys ever need me again, let me know. Yeah, man, it's always a blast talking to you. Have a good night. Justin, you better have uh, better better stuff, ne- uh, more stuff next time for food to let me know. So <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have you I, back I, I literally now, like a month later. I now expect that. So I hope you do research and and you come at me properly with this. Canadian, Canadian, <laughs> Canadian tuxedos. <laughs> have a good one, guys. All right, Cheers, man. Have a good night. All right. Bye. bye. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience where no sport is left behind.